Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. How you doing, Ken? <laughs> you know, Ken, I'm all right, Ken. How you doing, Ken? I'm living the dream, Ken. We are the Kens. Starting a podcast. We are the Kens. The Kenanators. <laughs> no. You don't like that? No, no. Um, but Ken Norton, it is good to be with you. Ken Norton is in the philanthropy department at Lifespan. And uh, the Kenanator had this idea for this podcast. Uh, and what are we calling this thing, Ken? Illuminated. We sat back and Illuminated. said, uh, if we're going to start a podcast, there has to be a really good reason for it. And for an organization like us, we felt like it was an opportunity to illuminate the stories of our individuals. And our, our individuals uh, have complex, but incredible, powerful stories that we want to shine a spotlight on. And so we decided, let's start a podcast and let's get to know our people. Sometimes I think you're going to be hearing from those people themselves, I think is our hope. Some of our individuals are nonverbal, so we may hear from job coaches or people close to them. Um, but I think it's an opportunity uh, for us really to hear their stories and to tell the world. Indeed, I like that part about shining the spotlight on it. As a matter of fact, part of our branding at Lifespan Services, uh, which this is a podcast of Lifespan Services. Lifespan operates in Charlotte, North Carolina and serves people in 23 different North Carolina counties. But it's part of our branding, uh, Lifespan Services, Abilities Illuminated. Um, so we don't diss anybody's ability, right, Ken? Correct. What we do is shine a light on their abilities, uh, give them choice, uh, and let them decide what they want in their lives. That's our goal, right? Um, hey, Ken, a little bit about you. You migrated south from somewhere where it's really cold during the winter, and you came to North Carolina recently. I did. I came from Chicago uh, and joined the team probably nine months ago. So it's been a fun uh, journey of joining the nonprofit world, uh, learning about Lifespan, what we do here. And um, I think that's a, another unique thing about this podcast is now we get to share those stories that I get to interact with every single day and we get to interact as an organization. And uh, I think that's the fun part about it. So I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to start this thing and kind of figure out where she goes. And for you, I mean, you're, you're the head honcho. You're the person in charge. Because we have not uh, introduced you. You've introduced okay, me as right. Ken Norton, but I will do the honor of introducing Ken Fuque. This is our CEO, top dog, but someone who leads with um, service and with a servant's heart and just comes into the office every single day with energy and motivating. And it's been really cool to, to be a part of that and to be a part of an organization that's being led uh, in a really cool way. And so you are going to be joining us on these podcasts. So the two Kens bringing you the stories of our individuals, which is a pun all of it itself because our names are both Ken. So you cannot in a podcast, I always found in podcasts, it's when you first join a podcast, you're trying to figure out what name corresponds with what voice. And for our yeah. podcast, you don't have to do that. It's just Ken. <laughs> it, you're just it's only going to hear from Ken. So that's easy. You, you don't have to think. Just, this is Ken talking. It'd be, be kind of cool, too, since it's Toucan. It could be Toucan Sam. Ah, oh, that that's was, a reference you don't know. You're, Toucan Sam. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Yeah, you're, you're too, it'd be Toucan Sam. Toucan Sam. That's the joke of the day. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> to call it a joke would be a stretch. <laughs> it is a. 
<laughs> yeah, for me, it's I, I it's hard for some days when I wake up to believe I get to go to work at a place like Lifespan and get to work with such amazing people who do such amazing work every day. And I say that seriously. Um, it's just astounding. It is astounding the work that is done. And let me just say very briefly for everybody listening, uh, the podcast is a new format for us, but people are getting all of their information on their technology. And so Lifespan is wading into this podcast water. Uh, we're excited that you're with us. I'm excited that Ken Norton has taken uh, to spearhead this and has been the motivator behind it. It's exciting that it's here. Um, Lifespan serves about 1,500 individuals every day with differing abilities across 23 North Carolina counties, and we could not do it without the team. And so that is my segue, Ken, for you to introduce our guest. You're good at this. Joining us today is someone who uh, has been in Lifespan for 24 years. He started when he was 10 years old. I'm 32 years old, so this guy's been doing this since I was eight. So that's not to age him or to make him feel bad because you are a guest here. But Christopher White is going to be joining us on the podcast today. He is our chief operating officer uh, for Lifespan, has been in this organization for so long that we felt like uh, for us to share about what we do and who we are, he'd be a great individual to just start with, uh, to hear the stories of what he has seen, what he's experienced, and who he has served. It's just, let's start there. So Christopher, welcome as our first guest. Welcome, Christopher. Do you really have to show that Tar Heels sign behind you while we watch, while we do this thing? A hundred percent. I'm Chapel Hill, born and raised. I bleed blue. <laughs> you, were, you're, you were born in Chapel Hill? <laughs> well, you know, you say things like that. I moved there when I was three because most people never heard of Rock Creek, North Carolina which is uh, in Alamance County. So I claim Chapel Hill. Hey, you were born in Alamance County? Yes, sir. I was too. Of course, I was born. Well, there's another coin. Yeah, I was born way way before you were, but we're Alamance. Uh, we're alumni of Alamance <laughs> County. Yay. Woo. Yes, you can go into the hospital there and uh, with the cough and come out in a coma. So uh, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> I feel out of place that I'm not a, a, a Carolinian. Is that what you call them? North Carolinians or something no, like that? I don't know the language. So you're, yeah, but you're yeah. a Kennerlinian. Uh, uh, wow. Okay. Back to you, Chris. Yeah. 25 years at Lifespan. Yes. Um, yes. And that's what, that's what we're here to talk about today. Christopher, if you want to start, um, tell us who you are. I know you're obviously a Chapel Hill UNC guy, um, but... Give us yeah. a little bit of idea of, of who you are just as a human being. We'd love to get to know you a little bit. Um, it, it's interesting, even falling into what I ended up doing in life. Uh, growing up in Chapel Hill, watching my mom, who was a, a nurse, and my father, um, as he was a, a male man, he also was a pastor. So I know when he was in the streets, he was also doing the Lord's work as well. We were always helping somebody, I feel like, every day, every weekend. And the complexity of that for me was sometimes I would see my parents helping somebody, and as a young mind, I'd be like, they were just mean to you. Like, why in the world were you so kind? Why were you so generous when I saw how rude they were to us? If you see that day in and day out, I don't know how else to operate. Um, I, I function that way in life meaning that no matter what normally people say or do, um, I know what I can bring to the table. And that's always going to be positivity. You're going to get that from me. Um, my passion. Uh, I like to tell a joke or two. 
<laughs> Hopefully they're better but, than uh, Ken's I, I, thus far. I'm going to go ahead and say yes, because I heard the original joke, and uh, that was to be desired. But uh, uh, <laughs> Not hearts. Uh, are you also going to tell them that you are a Prince fan and that you sing Prince in the same register that he sings Prince? Uh, oh, my gosh. Huge Prince fan. Huge Prince fan. Yes. That's right. Um, since I was little, I've been singing Prince songs, and, and for me, he's still here. So you just touched the nerve. I got a little emotional on that one, sir. Yeah. Let's talk about another word you threw out there. Uh, you saw yeah. your parents engage in acts of kindness. Mm -hmm. um, I, I personally, I believe that the world is hungry for people who are kind. Uh, mm -hmm. There's not enough kindness out there. Um, how did that set you up for what you do? Because every day, I mean, uh, being chief operations officer, you're into finances, you're into strategy, you're into operational things and structure and guidelines, but you really couldn't do what you do with this nonprofit if that fiber of kindness didn't run through you. Um, I noticed that my parents got the most out of people uh, just from their kindness alone. So carrying that in life for me, uh, I walk in the light of I want to give people kind of what I would be expecting in return. But at the end of the day, I feel I can get the most out of you if I'm giving you all the opportunities to be who you are in life. And that's motivating you. That's pushing you. That's uh, celebrating you as a person and understanding who you are. And that goes for anywhere. That It's not just the, the people that we support. Uh, people that uh, I've worked with over the years, I hope they can honestly say that he's always supported me. Um, you get the most out of people that way. And that's how you create a strong team. Uh, it's not a one band person here. So uh, you got to have the team part of this atmosphere. And, and that's how you also support our individuals through the community. It takes a village, as they say. Mm. I mean, I felt that personally, your support. And so I appreciate that just for the yep. first nine months of being here always feel like you're someone I can go to and you would drop anything to kind of do whatever it would take. And I think that's an important role and important yeah. aspect of who you are that I think is um, like Ken said, needed in this world. Um, and so mm -hmm. I want to speak that into you and encourage you to keep doing that. How did you actually get involved with lifespan specifically? Did you always expect to be uh -huh. in the nonprofit sector or how did that take us through that part of your story uh -huh. of, of actually connecting with us as an organization and, uh, I'm, I'm going to jump to just the uh, beginning of the first part. I was at uh, UNC Charlotte, 49ers, mm -hmm. um, and we had a guest speaker. The guest speaker came in, and they were working within the group home settings, intermediate care facilities, ICF in our world. And as they were presenting, I was intrigued. I did a visit. Next thing you know, I was working. Um, speed drilling. I did that for like five or six years. I ended up at Lifespan. How did I get here? I was running um, at, at, like a, a group home manager at a group home in Charlotte. And the day program in Charlotte with Lifespan, uh, I guess had heard some things of me working with particular individuals that could be a little bit challenging. I always migrate towards the person people don't want to work with or support. Mm. Those are the folks I've always wanted to be and, and see if I could find an avenue, just be a path in their life when others are just a block in their life. So I wanted to be that part for them. But through those efforts, uh, a person came and spoke with me and said, how would you 
like being interested in just the day program side, eight, nine hours a day, no more 24-7 group home. And I was like, sign me up. <laughs> so I got my name on the roll, and 24 years later, here I sit. But I, if I can, I share a story? Absolutely. Ken and Ken, please. Um, I will say when I first started working with Lifespan, there was a, one of those cases I was speaking of, a, a young lady that was challenged of getting out of her home, participating in the community, and all I heard were negatives. She can't. It won't happen. That fuels me. I mean, you, you basically have called me into the room because that's where I want to be. I want to be in the can't room just so I can take the tea off. So as I'm sitting in the can't room, I'm meeting with her. Just ask the simplest question in the world. What is something you enjoy doing? I heard all the things that she didn't enjoy doing, but not a single word on what she enjoyed doing. Uh, and it was real quick and easy. I love to eat. <laughs> Don't we all? And, um, and named the right, right? And, and named a couple of restaurants or whatever. So in my mind, I already knew to get her out. First thing we were going to do was next time we're meeting at a restaurant. So we picked out a restaurant, and that restaurant, I had never heard it pronounced this way, but welcome to Cabarrus County. It was uh, Whataburger, which I know is what a burger, but it's Whataburger. So we went to I, Whataburger. I'm just saying, I'm saying if you have no, not I, I used to, I, I, I used to work uh, uh, on Highway 29 at Power 98 WPEG in Concord across from Whataburger number 42. <laughs> If you don't know about a cherry sun drop, then you don't know what you're missing. Ask cherry your kidneys. Cherry sun drop. Yep. That's right. So you met her at the Whataburger. Yep. We went there. And from there, we started life together. Did you hear what I said? We started life together. I had the ability to walk beside her life journey. And that was just finding out who she was, what she wanted to do, what her interests were, and just going through those paths. It was such a simple thing. We met in a restaurant um, that led to uh, her ending up in the community. She got a job. Guess where? Come on, Ken and Ken. Where did she get a job? Whataburger. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Whataburger. Ding, 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 ding. Whataburger. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was because she got free lunch. I'm not sure. But either way, she was in the community. We landed. We were out there. And um, I'm going to speed this up a little bit. I'm so sorry, but this is the one that got me. It really moved me at this point with Lifespan. Um, got a call from her mom. This is like six months later from that date. And she said, Christopher, I need you to meet me at the hospital. Um, I get to the hospital, and, she, and there were two rooms. I remember this vividly. She met me in the front room, and she says, you're too late. I didn't know what that meant. I was confused. She said, I'm sorry. She just passed. I, I was devastated. I, I couldn't understand what just occurred. Um, my tank was empty at that point. She said, uh, would you like to go in? I'll be honest, I didn't even want to be there. Uh, not for that. Uh, the younger version of me had never experienced that before. So I did enter that room. I saw her. I sat for a moment, held her mom's hands. I left. My heart was so heavy. Uh, we were about the same age. So I was walking life journey with her, but at the same time, she was in my life. That became my journey. So at that point, I felt the journey had ended. That's how my heart, that's how my mind felt. So I leave there, and uh, several months later, her mom calls and says, 
I think I'm ready. It, it was it was a heavy time for me. Once again, the first time I need you to come by the house. I went by the house and um, oh, again, didn't want to go. I'm struggling with this at the moment. And she said, there's a journal on the side of her bed and I already have it marked. And it's marked to the page that I want you to turn to. So I went in her bedroom, I opened the journal up. And as I saw those first couple of pages, it said, I want to say that these were the best six months or have been the best six months of my life uh, with Christopher, with Lifespan, um, new things in life. And um, that told me there I was in the right place. That told me that I was doing the right thing. Uh, we were both probably around the age 25, 26, somewhere in there. and But yet and still, these last six months were the best months of her life. Uh, you can't tell me you wouldn't want to be a part of that. You can't tell me that you wouldn't want to walk life with somebody and have that type of impact. Um, there's nothing else I'd rather do. This isn't work for me. I haven't worked 24 years. Um, I've been a willing participant of walking life with many people, and I look forward to my new journeys. Yep. Uh uh, everything's a song, but I'm just thinking about that, Christopher. I just want to thank you for giving yeah. me the best days of my life. Right? Yep. Um, so, Christopher, why, why is it so difficult for people to journey with folks who have intellectual and developmental disabilities? There's a real brick wall. I see it. I sense it. Is it fear? Is it the unknown? What is it? Um, I'm not going to say my answer is 100, but I will say a lot of times people um, want to put their own personal on somebody else's personal. And and I guess what I'm saying with that is uh, I took time to find out what she wanted, not what Christopher wanted. And sometimes those paths might sound crazy, but all you got to do is look at your own life. There's been plenty of crazy ideas float through these two Ken's heads, I'm pretty sure. And you chose a path um, and you chose life's journey. So a lot of times you're walking beside the person. You're not telling them where to go. You're not telling them what to do. And that's a hard thing for people to get through their mind when we're speaking this. Uh, you're, you're actually the follower. You're the supporter. Um, I've been asked a million times, hey, where do you find jobs in the community? Where do you want a job? I have no idea. You tell me where you want to go. We'll find out once we get there. Um, so I, I think a big block is people need to let go and give in to supporting a person's vision instead of trying to create their vision. Hmm. Makes sense. Profound, profound, yeah. prolific, yeah. profound. Yeah. yeah, two things on that for me. Um, one, I think that's been the most eye-opening part of lifespan for me, or at least what sets us apart, is that there is a culture and a deep desire to come alongside an, of an individual and allow them the choice. I think that's unique. Um, and I think it's an opportunity for us to, to really showcase to the world that like, yeah, if you want to go have a job at X, Y, and Z, if you want to start a business, like, great, we're going to help you do that. Uh, we're not there to be the growers, they're the growers, and we're just there to support them. And I think what you said was just very profound in that that's who we are, that's in the lifeblood of lifespan, that we just come alongside individuals and allow them the opportunity to choose 
and to help them possibly just get to those places and to encourage them in that journey. So I think that's really important that you said that. I think it's something that separates us. And two, just to go back hey, to your hey, story. Ken, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, and to allow people to fail. Mm. Uh, that's another thing. Because that's um, life. You know, we all... I mean, I don't have my first job. Yeah. My first job was at Food Line. I was one of the best baggers in the state of North Carolina for five Come years. <laughs> Look it Come up. On Look it up. <laughs> yeah. But that's hard. I don't have my first and job. Like if we're so. being realistic, though, I think that's hard for people to actually have that mindset when they when they see someone with a disability. Because they, they don't see that. They don't yeah. see choice. And I say they as me, right? I'm not talking at people. Like, I, right. I, I'll be the first one to say I'm guilty of that. Where if I saw someone with a disability, I'd be like, oh, okay, like... um. We have to kind of help them. I think that's the mindset that I probably had. And I've learned over the last nine months, it's like, mm, no, like there's actually no. big difference in that. And it's a learning process that I think we are all on. And for me, being a part of this organization that I've probably just begun uh, to really, it takes years. Uh, but I think for a podcast like this mm -hmm. to name that, to say, hey, we have to be learners in this world. And we need to learn that people, they're human beings. They have choices. They have dreams. They have desires. And the more we as an organization can learn those things um, is ideal. Ken, you were going to say something. You, you had a reaction where you said no, big, loud. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it can be said or overstated enough. We, we think we go in to help them when, in fact, it is the converse mm. that they help us. Yesterday, I had a meeting, a lunch meeting. Ken, you were with me. We had the opportunity to sit down with the mayor of Statesville. Um, and he's talked about how he and his wife, once a month on a Tuesday night, they go to a residential group home and they take um, food from a restaurant and they sit at table with these individuals. Remember that mm -hmm. story? And he says as his day goes on Tuesday and goes along, as he gets closer to 6 o'clock, he goes, the last thing I want to do today is go sit there that, tonight. But he said at one minute after 6, all the priorities in his life are readjusted and he's in his head going, how could I not be here because of what they're giving me? And it happens over and over again. I got lots of stories like that, too, I could share, and we will in later podcasts. But, Christopher, um, thanks for opening up that because I think some folks may be listening today who yeah. um, they're interested in how can I serve or how can I work in that industry. I would love to be part of that sector, but I'm afraid. Um, and, and you gave some very great points there it's not what you want it's what they want and it's person-centered thinking correct give them correct. give them the choice yeah where um, do they want to go what do they want to do today yeah the, the beauty of being a lifespan is uh we work at a, a agency where we experience first time events and, and and that's it uh i don't know i don't know where else you can go and do that you can see a child possibly use an eating utensil for the first time take their first steps you can have somebody get their first job, get their first apartment. I could go on and on, but that's every week for us. I don't know many jobs that you can do that. And the person you're doing that with, they carry you through life because they're going to remember, Lifespan supported me. Families are that way. Lifespan supported me when no one else was out there to help me figure out what I was going to do with my child that just came into this world three months ago. And I had no one to turn to. Um I like being a part of that. I do, guys. I love it. Yeah, us too. Me too. Yeah, and that's that, that's that, that's the true definition of compassion, which is to come alongside and journey with. 
Um, some people confuse compassion with pity, and we don't have pity on individuals. We have mm -hmm. compassion. We walk beside them. We walk alongside them. In an organization that has almost 400 employees, um, and Christopher, just help me right here toward the end of this thing, uh, education, employment, enrichment, and what's the fourth E that Lifespan does? Well, I try and effective of residentials we'll throw in there, but it's a slash off of it. Education, employment, you got it. Three E's. And yep. just, right. and just we, so we yeah. people know that those are specific programs within Lifespan. Um, if you're, if you're going to ask what we do, um, those are tangible language tools to say what we do. Christopher, you are in charge of those things. Could you give us an overview uh, of those four, <laughs> yeah. just real quick to, you know, think, think about the person. Yeah. Like, Man, what does lifespan do? I've been hearing these stories of, okay, they, they certainly help and come alongside individuals with disabilities, but what do they actually do? Um, give us some insight. So yes, starting at six weeks old, we're, we're there for you, uh, walking life's journey with you. Uh, so as we're going through these pieces, as we're speaking about this in education, that's where we start. We also have therapy services around there because we want this to be a turnkey. When you come through the doors and you say, I need speech, but I also need somebody to take care of my baby during these hours, we're there for you, going through life with you. Um, the, the layers of all this, though, getting back to the, the different programs that we have from the education department to our employment to residential, all of these pieces come through referrals that we receive, um, and sometimes they're external uh, for us. And when I say external, I mean somebody's just heard about you, and they're like, hey, I really want to be a part of Lifespan. Uh, there's so many programs. The unique part about us is we don't do one thing. There are agencies that are just residential. There are agencies that just do education. There's agencies that just have day programs, uh, support employment. We do all of those. Therefore, we have to be, uh, as I say, I'm jack of all trades, master of many. Mm. Uh, uh, you got to be in front of these things. And we want to be the very best at what we're doing. Therefore, we're in tune to each one of these different areas. So as you get and graduate from high school, now you're going into maybe employment or the day program. Maybe you're seeking residential. So we really do want to walk life's journey with you from six weeks on up to, you know, elderly. Um. Yeah, I appreciate um, that, and and I've seen that it's uh, there's a specific um, home that I am thinking of right now that I've got a chance to go to, and on their walls a memory wall of individuals that have uh -huh. have passed away in their care, and it really is the definition of when you look at that, you're like they walked with them for their life from birth into death, and there's something very beautiful about that, that it's not this transactional, it's not um, short term, it is a in the weeds, lifelong, intentional, authentic journey that they're on. And that's a that's a beautiful yes. thing to be a part of that it is the it's a lifespan of an individual. And um, it's awesome. We're very unique in that factor. I, I can't stress that enough. Um, being able to take each one of these categories and be impactful in a person's life at that level. Um, it, it's a dream to me. It's a dream anyway. Yeah. Well, you said it. Um, I think it's uh, about time to wrap this thing up. I have 
I have one. What? One, I know. We're, there's so many stories. I think it's hard to capture what? in a short amount of time. <laughs> Going back right. to your story, what was that individual's name who you served? If you don't mind me asking, if not. Jenny. So, yeah. What was it? Jenny. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's the story that we're illuminating today. That through your yes. care, through your mm-hmm. you, through your ability to see her, you 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 made a lasting impact on that woman's life, to the point where she said, "Those six months were the best six months of my life," and that's the thing I want to shine a spotlight on for all of us to remember that we have that ability in our lives. We have the choice to make that type of lasting change. Um, and I think we all need it and want it. And so I, we appreciate you coming on and sharing that story of, of Ginny and of you uh, and of your journey with Lifespan. So we appreciate uh, all of it. And thank you for your time. Appreciate you being here, man. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Can't wait to come back. All right. We'll bring you back. Grateful for you guys. Ken? Thank you. Yeah. All how right. do you want to close out this, Ken? this good old podcast? You know, um, I, you know I'm, I'm the sage advice guy, I think. Um, kindness is the ability to show another soul that there is still love in the world. Um, and Christopher, thank you for showing that kind of kindness so that she would write, I want to thank you for giving me the best day. I had to sing it one more time. Um, <laughs> thank you, Ken Norton, for bringing this together. And uh, you, yes. know, you said earlier about talking about beautiful things. I think this is beautiful. Uh, this might be the most beautiful 30 minutes of my day so far. So thank you. There uh, we go. Aww. Appreciate you guys. We'll be back next time probably with more stories. And... Um, we invite you to join us in this journey. Subscribe, uh, share all, because I think that's a big part of this too, right? Not only illuminating for us, but yeah. share it with your friends and um, we'll continue these. Hey, yes, Ken. Sir. Bye, Ken. Bye, Ken. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Bye, guys. Lifespan Services is a nonprofit for impact organization based in Charlotte, North Carolina. We exist to illuminate the abilities of children and adults with disabilities by providing education, employment, and enrichment opportunities to live, work, and play in their communities. We are actively inviting partners like you to participate in our mission to ensure all individuals with IDD have the resources they need to flourish. If you want to make an immediate difference, You could do so now by giving financially through our website at lifespanservices.org. Additionally, through the website, you'll discover chances to engage with us as a volunteer or even become a member of our team, working alongside individuals every single day. On behalf of everyone here at Lifespan, thank you for helping us illuminate the abilities of others. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and thank you for joining us in this mission.